Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today. I am recording this podcast live from the machine shed, uh, where we have a little pen set up and have one of our pig, our pygmy buck in here. He, uh, he's been a little bit under the weather this week, but is springing back with uh, some antibiotics and some vitamin B complex and some goat version of Geritol to build up his his blood. And uh, he's uh, doing good. He's actually chewing his cud and standing as far away from me as he can. I'm also visited by Thelma and Louise, our barn cats, who are dirty on their feet from all the mud. My Goodness, we've had a lot of rain here in the past few days, and I am tired of the mud. We had, finally, the ground was solid enough you could walk anywhere you wanted to, and with our little four-wheels, you know, drive side-by-side, we could go pretty well anywhere. I mean, there was still, you know, if there were ruts, you know, there was water in it, but the rest was dry, and now everything is a soupy, soupy mess. Ah, I'm spring, Mayflowers need rain in April, and May came in like a lamb, and it's going out like a uh, a lion, or at least it has the potential. <laughs> but anyway, hey, I'm glad you're joining with me today. I've already had my coffee. I've had about a cup and a half, and I don't have any out here in the machine shed. But I thought it'd make a nice a nice little. Uh, uh, location uh, to be uh, nice and peaceful, nice and tranquil. There's, you know, just sitting here around the hay and the straw and, you know, petting a cat. It's just the fun, fun part of it. But I thought I would just share with you something quickly here that I came across in Facebook. Somebody had posted and it has to do with our perception. It has to do with how we choose to see things. Now, a lot of times we think that uh, things have an influence over us. And yes, things do, you know, have an influence, but how we interpret them is very big. That's the biggest part. You can't stop things from happening in many cases but how you choose to interpret them do. And this is a prayer. This is a prayer. It's short. It's sweet. And um, I think it, it has a lot packed into it. It says, always pray to have eyes that see the best in people, a heart that forgives the worst, and a mind, a mind that forgets the bad, and a soul that never loses faith in God. See, if we go with that first one, always pray to have eyes that see the best in people. You know what? People aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. I'm going to let you down. You're going to let me down. That's life. Good things happen, bad things happen. But what we need to do is have eyes 
Ask God for eyes that see the best in people. That doesn't mean that we don't recognize bad things, but it's so easy that when bad things happen, that's all we see. That's all we see. And you can pick just about anybody out there, even some of the most ruthless people, and there's some good there. Remember in Star Wars, Luke was sure that his father, who was now Darth Vader, that there was still good in him, that there was still Anakin in him that was good. And and there was. There was at the very end, Anakin won out over Darth Vader. You see, what Luke was doing was he was seeing the good. He was recognizing the bad, but he was seeing the good in his father, who's like, you know, the most notorious villain of the universe. Um, Do you look intentionally to see the best in people? You see, I think that's something in our society we need to make a special effort to see. You know, uh, I've mentioned this before. Years ago, back in the 60s, Disney had a movie called Pollyanna. And it was a little girl who always saw the best in people in the best in situations. And, and the, uh, you know, the phrase or the, the term Pollyanna is somebody who is so naive they only see good. Well, I don't necessarily think that's necessarily being naive. I think there's a choice that we make. You see, if I choose to only see the bad, well, I'm missing out on what is good. And sometimes the good that I see will change how I react to somebody and they may not be behaving in a bad way. I found that time and time again in counseling. People have had bad experiences with counselors and they just, they feel pressured that they have to see me, you know, for starting out. My, one of my goals is to be able to see the best in someone because maybe they can't see the best in themselves. But if I share my observations, that may help them to see themselves differently. So always pray to have eyes to see the best in people. Second part is a heart that forgives the worst. I have met so many people that have stated very clearly that they have a limit on what they're willing to forgive. And when that something crosses that, they hold on to it sometimes for the rest of their lives. Can you imagine the worst memories that you have about a worst thing that could happen and intentionally having reminders of it? Well, that's what happens when we don't forgive. You see, forgiveness, I think, is a gift from God because it doesn't make sense to forgive. Sinful man, you know, revenge makes sense. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you worse. 
that's that's a, a I mean a pretty common thought. It's what starts or escalates a lot of wars. Can you say Europe right now? There's a whole lot of you, you're doing this, I'm going to do one up on you. Well, if you do one up on me, I'm going to do one up on you. I'm going to one up you. I'm going to one up you. Next thing you know, everybody who has not have a dog in this show is paying the price of what a few people are upset about. But you see, if you have a heart that forgives the worst... then you have mastered the skill of forgiveness and you will know a freedom like so many people never will. If you do not see a limit or an end point of where your forgiveness stops, if you don't see that, if you see that as you can keep forgiving, you are mastering a skill that will give you freedom. Freedom from those bad things. The third, a mind that forgets the bad. You know, the older I get, I think there really is a limit on how much you can remember, <laughs> how much you can store. It's like your, you know, kitchen cabinets. <clears throat> There's only so much you can put on shelves before the shelves start bending. There's only so much you can shove in till when you open the cabinet, you know, it, it starts falling, food starts falling out. Well, what if the bad things in life you focus less on? Forgiveness, having an impact on that. Seeing the best in people that when you're looking at the best, you're not focusing on the worst. You see, you may be able to remember things that bad happen. I mean, there's some things that that's going to be. You're in a bad car wreck and you become permanently disabled in your leg or your arm or something because of the accident. Yes, you're going to remember that that happened. But is that where your focus is? Is that where your focus is? Yes, there could be a terrible tragedy and a loved one dies for whatever reason, and maybe it was an unfortunate or a, an intentional bad reason. But when we practice that forgiveness and see the best, we're not focused so much on the bad. Next thing you know, you may still be able to be reminded of it, but it's kind of as if you're forgetting it at the same time too. And finally, a soul that never loses faith in God. Faith is what we believe. It's what we believe about a person. And the person of God, what do you believe? There's, you know, think of a child. Child wants something and the parent says, not right now. And you wind up hearing things as a parent like, well, you don't love me or you, you don't like me or blah, blah, blah. Yes, you do love your child. You love your child more than your child will ever understand until they become a parent. Well, we need to not lose faith, lose our belief that God loves us, that he cares for us, 
that he is our creator, our redeemer, our sustainer, our sanctifier. We may not always understand why something's happening. For example, you may be able to hear from the tin roof that we just had a big dump of rain. God, I don't understand why you think we need more. Everything is saturated and it's going to take longer to get crops out into the fields. I don't understand it. But I have to need I need to practice having faith that God does direct things according to his plan. I need to keep practicing faith. Always pray to have eyes that see the best in people, a heart that forgives the worst, a mind that forgets the bad, and a soul that never loses faith in God. I like that. Hope that was helpful or inspiring to you as well. Well, I've got to get going. I need to say goodbye to my little goat and my two kitties that are sitting here. And... uh head on back. And unfortunately, I think I'm going to be having a wet butt because the rain probably uh, blew in on the seat on the (laughs) side-by-side. All right, everybody, you take care. Have a great one. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.